Good evening, St. Paul family. Good evening. Good evening. Um, welcome everyone to our St. Paul Baptist Church marriage tune-up event. We are Team Davis. I am Sean. This is my wife, Aja. We are co-leaders of the marriage ministry. First, we want to thank God for marriages and this awesome ministry. Next, we would like to thank all of you for joining us this evening. Absolutely. Um, So this marriage event is designed as a learning experience for married and engaged couples to capture practical relationship tips, marital insight, and biblical wisdom in a casual and relaxed setting. We're right at home. Yes. We are excited about this opportunity because it is aligned perfectly with our ministry mission, which is to connect, lift, and inspire couples through prayer, fellowship, and study. We are even more excited tonight, on a Friday night, that you made the decision to tune in to tune up your relationship. Absolutely, babe. You are so right. But listen, family, before we get started, we ask that you share this event with your family and friends by posting it to your Facebook and Instagram pages. Text it to people in your network. We also act that you actively participate with our facilitators by clicking like, sending reactions, and making comments so that your voice is heard. Finally, let's practice. My wife and I celebrated 10 years of marriage in July of this year. How many years of marriage have you been blessed with? Type your number of years in the comments so we can celebrate with you. All right, so we'll give them some time to do that. I know they're probably listening and gearing yeah. up to do all of that. Absolutely. Um, but that's how it will work. You'll you'll put your comments in as our facilitators go through so we can make sure that everyone is engaged in tonight's event. Absolutely. All right. Now we are going to pass it over to our co-leads and friends, Quincy and Christy Lee. Hey, thanks, everybody. That was a wonderful welcome. And uh, thanks everybody for joining. Uh, and I'm Quincy Lee, and and on with is my wife Christy Lee. Um, but and and we're in two different places today, but we're still together, right? So um, I miss you, babe. <laughs> but I uh, just wanted to uh, welcome everybody to this year's marriage tune-up. And uh, we're the co-leads of the marriage ministry, and we we are celebrating this year in February uh, 17 years of marriage. So. Super excited about that. And uh, and we love these opportunities where we can continue to grow and learn and continue to uh, tune up our marriage. Um, so we're super excited about tonight's event. Um, so I really want to introduce our facilitators for the night. And uh, and it's two people that you know very well. Uh, so it's uh, our own pastor, Dr. Robert C. Scott and First Lady Pierre Scott. We like to call them Team Scott, right? <laughs> and they've been married what uh what 16 years, uh coming up May 2022. All right, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they're proud parents of a beautiful daughter, Chara Scott. And before we turn it over to them, we just want to kind of set the stage um and prepare you for your learning experience for the night. Uh so just a couple of things uh that we want to just ask that we're gonna do that's just gonna help set us everybody up for success. So during uh, the during the during the talk and presentation from uh, Dr. Scott and First Lady Pierre, they're going to ask uh, that you take notes and write some notes down and individual notes, meaning that you take notes for yourself. Meaning, if you're a husband, you take your own notes, and if you're the spouse, you take your own notes. And at the end of it, there's going to be a few exercises where you're going to share with each other um, your individual notes. So as you can see, I have my note and my pen, and I'm ready. And so I'm ready to take my notes. <laughs> uh, with that being said, feel free as we're going through this to ask any questions, put them in the chat, right? We want to have just open dialogue. Um, I, I love this format because truly it is an opportunity for us just to share, um, really dig into our marriages, ask any questions. And if you put them in the chat, we'll take a look and we'll monitor the chat and see if we can address them and I'll kind of weave them into the conversation. Uh, with that being said, let's get started. So great evening. So I'm going to transition over to uh, Team Scott. Good evening. Good evening. Hello there. I'm I'm pulling up my 
my iPad so I can He's taking take, notes. Yeah, take my notes as well. Uh first of all, um I want to thank um uh team uh Davis and team Lee for their wonderful leadership as far as the marriage ministry is concerned. They um have done an an excellent job uh providing um spiritual and uh physical leadership as far as this ministry is concerned and and I know I'm appreciative as pastor uh, for what they have done. I also just want to just give a major shout out to um, also uh, my executive assistant, Deborah Dalton, who is kind of playing the producer role <laughs> behind the scenes. And then uh, major kudos for uh, First Lady Pierre, who really has um, uh, laid out how we're going to flow tonight as far as conversation is concerned. So you're going to hear uh, a lot from her tonight. Uh, but before we um, get started, let's have a word of prayer. Amen. And then uh, I'm going to put it in her hands and I will chime in um, where need be. God, we come and we thank you right now for uh, the leadership of uh, Team Lee and Team Davis. We pray right now, God, that by the power and presence of your Holy Spirit for this marriage ministry, um, that as we engage in this joyful uh, work tonight, that you will be in our midst. Uh, help all of those who are married to understand that it takes three, uh, you, a man and a woman, and that you're really the cord that binds their hearts and lives together. Uh, God, give us ears to hear what you would desire for us to hear. Give us the ability through the spirit to apply what we glean. And then God, with hands, heads and hearts, let us take what we have uh, learned tonight and help it to make us uh, not only a better couple, but better disciples for you. So we avail ourselves to the movement of spirit in this moment. It is in Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, you all see I am representing with my marriage ministry T-shirt. And I just want to say good evening and welcome to everyone. I saw in the chat, we saw that um, um, Zanetta put in that she's the Warrens have been married for 16 years. Uh, the Woods, 29 years. Man, you all are just an excellent example. We, we uh, hope to get uh, up into some of those um, uh larger digits in terms of the number of years of marriage. Um, we got 13 years, 40 years. So continue as people join to continue to put the number of years that you've been married because it it is an inspiration to all of us as we um, um, continue to work uh, together and in our marriages. And so I want to thank um, the marriage ministry for once again, inviting us to um, facilitate this marriage tune-up. As we say uh, anything that you find interesting, or if there's something that you want to comment in, uh, about, please do put it in the chat. We want this to be as engaging as, um, as possible. And we are looking forward to um, having just a great time in in the Lord and with you all as we fellowship tonight. Yeah, looks like the, the clean scales have been married for 20 years. I, I'm just so excited um, of all the uh, folks that have been that are joining us um, tonight. The theme um, for for tonight is, uh, you know, obviously a marriage tune up. But we're also talking about resetting our relationships in this time of pandemic and and giving our relationships a reboot. And we know that the um, many of us thought that the pandemic would have passed by now that we would when we first got into this, we were thinking, oh, maybe a few months possibly a year, but here we are, you know, almost two years on and um, it has really put a lot of stress and strain on um, people as individuals and particularly couples. Um, and as, as we're just trying to navigate this, this new world order. Um, so one of the things that I, that, at first, I know a lot of people were excited about that, you know, spending time together 24-7. Um, and then maybe the the newness of that kind of wore off a little bit. <laughs> and it it um 
allowed us to have a little bit of too much togetherness, perhaps. But we are excited that um, that you are joined with us and that we're going to be uh, just discussing some ways that you can um, um, have some conversation with one another. And what we're aiming for tonight is Pastor and I will be talking. I will be giving some um, some thoughts. We're going to have a, a presentation that uh, will be up on the screen as well. But we really want you to take notes. We want you to um, have a pen and pencil, a pen or pencil and paper ready because each spouse, we're going to ask them questions and we want you to um, write down your answers. Now, you won't share those answers with your spouse. We want you. It's kind of like the dating game. You remember that. Oh, I'm eight. I'm dating myself. But um, but you're going to write your answers down. And then after tonight, we want you to whether it's tonight or at some point in time later to discuss the the answers that you put down and really have some dialogue with one another about those um, the issues that we're going to talk about tonight. So um, we'll go ahead for the first slide where we talked a little bit about being in in COVID. Um, and we know that we are in uh, this this COVID situation. Um, we in the past, we know that we, we there's a lot that we don't know. Um, there's a lot that we have um, been considering, but really the the thoughts that I wanted to share is that, you know, we never did know what the future was going to hold. We never did know um, what was right around the corner. And so even though these are uncertain times, we should make sure that we're putting our hand in God's hand and that we are praying always that we are within his will. So the question now is how can we think differently about what is coming next? Um, instead of asking the question, when are things going to go back to normal or when are we going to be able to do some of the things that we, that we previously wanted to, that we've done in the past, we really want to be looking, uh, particularly with our relationship at how can we, um, take an honest assessment of our relationship. And so that's, that's the, um, the next slide that we wanted to, to go to. We really want to, um, take, take a look and know that we are um that that we're not just kind of getting through this time that but we are really taking time to take inventory and asking one another you know how are we doing how is our marriage what is the what is the um is anything stressing us out is our marriage healthy um or, or are there things that we need to to work on? And is it working for both of us? Maybe it's working better for one than for for the other. Also, we want to be asking ourselves um, if there is something that isn't working well, then then why is that? And we don't want to be pointing fingers at one another in terms of blaming one or the other. But what we want to do is really look at if one of us is having any issues or if there's a situation that's happening, um, how can we both work together to, uh, to work on any issues that either one of us might be having? So it's not that the man is mad or the, 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 that the woman is mad, but it's whatever um, it might be bothering either one of us. We want to work together so that we can fix the, those issues. I think, yeah, I, I think that in. that um, this pandemic really has it has caused things to change in a very dramatic way, uh, individually, uh, relationally, maritally, socially, culturally, globally, spiritually. Mm -hmm. um, the the unfortunate reality is that folks want to go back to what was. And if you go back to what was, that's your death sentence. So when folks talk about a new normal, um, uh, even that phrase, a new normal, um, mm -hmm. doesn't work because we're going to be in constant change and flux. I'm thinking probably for the next three to five years. And for me as a pastor, looking at this thing from 50,000 feet, um, uh, how we engage one another uh, as far as the church is concerned, all of that kind of meshes together like a good gumbo. How do you deal with each other individually? Collectively? I will say 
<laughs> that what has come across my desk um, over the last <laughs> 18 to 20 months. Um, some folks thought they wanted to be together, you know, <laughs> and they realized that um, they love each other, but they don't like each other. Mm-hmm. And 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 a lot of it has been because they were around each other and they discovered, you know, there's some things in you I ain't really too crazy about and and vice versa. So, you know, your marriage does not have to fall apart because of that. Um, but you have to come to grips with what it is that you really need to have change and what it is that you can accept because it's just part of the DNA of your of your spouse. Absolutely. And if if you are feeling stressed, I mean, get a therapist. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That that definitely that definitely will help. But just know that you're not alone because, the you know, it's a global pandemic and everybody is dealing dealing with that with with it, whether it's, you know, health concerns or or, you know, safety or whether it's financial um, and, and marriages are not immune. So we're we're all dealing with this just in different ways. Yeah. And so, like yeah. I said, you're not alone. No, just, I mean, he, here's the thing. Just when I thought Delta was going to be the apex of what we were dealing with, we're now at the 15th letter of the Greek alphabet, Omicron. Mm-hmm. And and Omicron looks like it's going to be a little beast, especially with us going into, into the winter, winter season. Yeah. So it's like, <sighs> however, <laughs> however, one thing that we have to do as people of God is that we have to learn how to navigate through this moment mm-hmm. um, and take care of each other, take care of ourselves uh, and take care of our relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as we're talking about that honest assessment and whether or not, you know, you're feeling stressed in your marriage um, because of everything that's going on, whether it's pandemic related or, you know, some of the, the recent trials that that have happened and the you know verdicts that that have been handed down, just the, the violence um, in our community and that's going on all around the, the country. Um, you know, I, I, one of the things that I did want to say is that we're all in the same boat. So speaking of boats, we um, want you to get those pieces of papers out and don't let your partner see what you're what you're writing. But we want no, you to. We're take, all in the same storm, not same uh, boat. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. We're all we're all yeah, in different yeah, boats. Yeah, we're, in we're different all boats. we're all in a storm, but yeah. we're in different boats. And yeah. so we want to uh, emphasize um, or ask the question, what's the condition of your boat? So right now, if you will get your um, pencil and paper out and write down um, the condition of your boat. Are you a smooth sailing? Your boat is in tip top condition and everything is cool with regarding to your marriage. Um, is your marriage kind of in the need of a few repairs, but y'all going to make it to the shore? Um, are you taking in water, but both of y'all are bailing with buckets fast as you can and you're working together? Um, or D, are one of you uh, plugging up the holes and the other one is poking holes? Um, or is the water up to your neck and we just holding our breath, trying to trying to make it? Or are you trying to float to shore on broken pieces? So each spouse, each member of, of, the, of your team, write down what you think the condition of your boat is. And don't let your, your spouse see your answer. And so we'll just give you a moment to review those, um, as you can see on the screen, A, B, C, D, E, or F, and that's not a grade. Um, that's just the the list that that it's in. So you can write down which one of those you feel your um, your your marriage is in. Because, like I said, we're all in this storm, but everybody's boat, everybody's marriage is not in the same condition. Yeah, okay. and 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 being in in those boats, you know, it was like when when the pandemic hit, everybody kept saying. Yeah, don't don't put it in the comment section. We we don't need to know. <laughs> right, no, no, no. Yes, yeah, don't, write don't, it, write yeah, it down. Yeah, write it down on your paper. Don't put it in the comment section. That's a good point, uh, producer. Um, and so you know, um, we're in the storm. Uh, this COVID back has has impacted everybody, rich, poor, uh, regardless of race, regardless of gender, um, regardless of nationality. It has impacted everybody. But here's the thing. Some folks have yachts. Some folks are on a cruise boat. Others are in a little dinghy. Some are in a fishing boat. 
Uh, but but all of those different boats need some some sense of repair. And so it has impacted uh, us at, at other rates or at, at other capacities than than at those who have, quote, uh, bigger boats. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, OK, I hope we've given you enough time to write down your your answers. And like I said, don't show it to your spouse, because after this uh, tune up is over, we want you to have a conversation um, together and and really discuss your your answers. We're going to have a few more questions that we'll pose, and we'll want you to write down the your answers to that as well. So, um, and we're doing it right along with you. The um, if you have time this evening and can do it, that'll be fine. But if there's you know tomorrow or at some point in time later, we just want to encourage you to take the time for your marriage to do this assessment and. Um, and see what condition your boat is in. Yeah, if you can, do it before the weekend is over. While this yeah. is still relatively fresh, do it before the weekend is over. If you don't do it tonight, do it tomorrow. If not tomorrow, do it before 12 o'clock Sunday night. Uh, well, Sunday morning, Monday morning, rather. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so we will go to the, the next slide. This will be some, some information that we wanted to provide to you on how to... Um, nourish your marriage. And one of the things that we we um, want to ask you is, what is your spouse's love language? Now, I know it was a few years ago, probably in the 90s, I think, when the, the love language book came out about your five love languages. It doesn't necessarily have to correspond to to those um, love languages. But, but what the first question that I want you to answer is, what is your spouse's love language? So what is it that your spouse, what makes your spouse feel special, feel loved? Um, what is it that either something that you do or the atmosphere that you set that demonstrates and communicates to your spouse that you love, that they are loved by you? And so that's that's the first question. Um what is your spouse's love love language? And so go ahead and, and write that down. And then think of how they like to receive love. So is it is it something that you is it something that you buy? Do you buy them a gift? Is it something that you say? Um, is it um is, is it spending quality time together where it's just the two of you and you're only concentrating on one another? Is it um like I said, through through gifts or something that's demonstrative? Is it through um, touch, um, you know, holding hands or uh, a hug when you when you first greet them or saying good good morning or a good night kiss, whatever it whatever it is, just what is the thing that that make that your that your spouse know makes your spouse know that they are loved, makes them feel emotionally connected to you. And then, so you're going to write that, that thing down. And then when you have your conversation, I want you to ask your spouse the question that's at the bottom. How do you want me to show you that I love you? So the first thing you're going to do is you're writing down what you think your spouse's love language is, how they would like to receive love. And then what you're going then after you share that then if you're on on target then that's excellent um but if you're if you said one thing and they say well that's not really my love language at all then the next step is asking them how do you want me to show you that i love you and i think a very um good conversation could come from that I think, yes. I, yeah, there, there's a scripture I want to share because, um, interestingly, men and women have different ways of what that looks like and how we process that. Um, uh, Ephesians 5.33, Ephesians 5.33 reads something uh, to the effect, nevertheless, let each one of you in particular love his own wife mm -hmm. as himself and let the wife see that she respects the husband um, yes. um and, and 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 i never forget when 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 pierre and i got married um 
my my spiritual father, Dr. Booth, did our wedding. And when he did our wedding, and I've I've borrowed I've borrowed this and used it in weddings since then. When he did our wedding, um, one of the things he said in his little homily was he said, Notice that Paul did not tell the husband to respect the wife. And he did not tell the wife to love the husband. He told the husband to love the wife as Christ loves the church, which calls really the husband to a greater love because Christ gave his life for the church as well as the world. But then he says for wives to respect your husband. And the interesting thing in that is that what for most men, the idea of, of you getting it is you respect them. And for women, the idea that, you know, as far as a love language is that you love them. And so interestingly, Paul is telling the husband and the wife to do that, which is spiritually counterintuitive to their nature. So it's asking the wife to show respect for her husband, even though she's more prone to show love. And it's asking the husband to show love to his wife, even though he's more prone to want to show respect. And so what's the difference between love and respect? A whole lot of differences. Um, uh, I, I, I can respect you and not like you. You, you see what I'm saying? I can respect mm-hmm, you and, mm-hmm. and, and not like you or even love you, but I can respect you. I mean, you know, put the hey where the cows can get it. I respect the police <laughs> because of their authority. Yeah. I, you know, I ain't liking them being behind me if I'm speeding, but I'm going to respect them and pull over and see, you know, if I can pray my way out of a ticket if I'm speeding, but I ain't crazy about them. You see what I'm saying? But love carries a whole different connotation. And so love has this emotional requirement and engagement, be it romantic love, friendship love, family love, or the ultimate, which is agape love, God's love. Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) One of the things that I also want you just to ponder, you don't necessarily have to write down the answer, um, but just think about whether or not you and your spouse are friends. Let that sink in. Are you friends, not necessarily friendly or respectful or, um, but are you friends? Do you have a friendship and, and, and what does that mean to be friends with, with your spouse? Um, You know, is, is when something wonderful happens is, your spouse, the first person that you want to tell and share that information or that that news with. When something difficult happens, is your spouse the first person that you want to go to for comfort? So just think about that, whether or not you are friends. So um, I think we may be ready for for the for the next for the next slide. So we want to talk a little bit about nurturing closeness and really um, how how do we com- how we communicate with our spouse. You know, obviously, uh, we've you've heard that communication is key, and in in a relationship, you have to communicate, and and that is true. The the deep going a little bit deeper in it though is how how do you communicate with your spouse? Are you showing love and kindness? Do you speak politely and respectfully? Um, even when you're in a storm, even when you're angry, or do you show impatience? Do you criticize or do you all just avoid, you know, getting into conflict um, all the time? Because some people say, oh, we never fight. Well, that may may or may not be a good thing for you to never fight. I mean, two uh, two adults are not going to agree on everything. So you probably should be discussing things that you do not agree on, but in a way that is loving and respectful and that is affirming for one another. And that's not easy. It's definitely not easy, but it, it is what's required. 
Yeah, it it it's um it's 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 really work. Um and I think that one of the things that that Pierre and I have been married 15 years and one of the things that we really have to work on is neither one of us like conflict. Yeah. Um conflict is 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 not a bad thing is is how you manage it and unfortunately a lot of us don't know how to manage conflict and so um what winds up happening is you don't wind up really dealing with some of the things that you need to deal with that will create the the positive shifts as far as your marriage is concerned and you sweep things under the rug and, and things like that which we've had to deal with as far as our marriage is concerned um um, you know, there are some things when it comes to finances, when it comes to raising chairs, um, when it comes to how we want certain things done as far as the house is concerned. Uh, if we don't talk about those, um, you know, I'm thinking one thing, she wants something else. And uh, for the men that are on this call, it's it's basically, you know, what they want. So, you know, you got basically. To, yeah. See, see, <laughs> see. See, so, 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 but if you don't have those conversations at all seriousness, if you don't have yeah. conversation, uh, it really creates, it can create, if you're not careful, passive aggressive behavior that can erode the marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, 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 you know, and you can't be afraid to, to, you know, deal with that. And if you can't deal with that, to ask for help. Yes. So, um, um, you know, Pierre and I, we're both divorcees and, uh, this is our second and last marriage. Yes. Uh, so, you know, we ain't trying to go back down that route again. And when we look back over our first marriage, we realized that there were some things we could have done differently Absolutely. that we really want to try to employ. And, and I have to admit that, that Pierre has kind of, um, we're not kind of, she's, she's kind of, we're not kind of, but she has pressed me to to press us as far as really dealing with those areas that we need to deal with so that the marriage can become even stronger and and, and more solid and all that God wants it to be and yeah. and has ordained it to be and um and so thank you for for that that's you know part of us being transparent and and sharing with you um tonight because we we want this to to be real. Um, and to have real conversation with you. One of the things that, um, as I said earlier, in terms of um, doing a, um, a check-in and really looking at um, the, the, the status of your, of your marriage um, and nurturing closeness, it, it, it's, a, it's very important for us to take inventory and to look at those issues or those areas or topics that um, might be a little bit difficult for us. So Deb, if you'll put the next slide up, we're, we're talking about stressors and a lot of times it could be external forces, but sometimes it's internal. And so we put just a few topics that, you know, came to mind. Certainly there are other areas, but what I want you to do um, now is to write down, this is another area that, that you'll be discussing later. Um, and instead of just putting, you know, family or in-laws or, or, you know, interpersonal or, you know, finances, sexual health, whatever, I want you to write something very specific down that might, that's bothering you or that might be an issue for you as the wife or as the husband. So this is, this is something that, that maybe you haven't discussed um, because you wanted to avoid conflict, or perhaps it is something that you you have discussed. Maybe it's something that you fight about all the time, um, and it, but it's still causing stress in your marriage. And and it's it's because you know one person is saying one thing and one person is saying another thing, but but you're not really talking to each other. And so we're, we're going to start first just with the, with the topic. So what, whatever that might be. Um, and it, it could be, you know, he always leave the toilet seat up and she doesn't, you know, always drinks the last cup of coffee, you know, something as trivial as, I shouldn't say trivial, but something as, um, every day as that, or it could be something that is a little bit more, um, um, foundational in terms of your marriage, but we really want you to dig to dig deep and to think about 
um, if there is a topic or an issue that, like I said, either that you're sweeping under the rug or there's something that it's recurring and it keeps coming up. And the reason why we we want you to to um, highlight that and discuss it in what we hope you know, after this will be a very um, loving and um, an intentional way, because we know that, you know, if you try to sweep things under the rug and you sweep things under the rug, eventually you're just going to have a big old lump in your rug. I mean, it's not it's not going to go away. And um, as Pastor said earlier, if it if it if there's an issue that, you know, that is um, beyond what the two of you are able to work out, it is no shame especially now during this 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 covid situation where so many things are up in the air that we um get the help that we need so if you need to see a counselor if you need to see a therapist there are a number of places online that you can go to um or or if you need to you know get a a referral from from your medical doctor but if if that's the route that you need to take there there's no shame in that the the shame is in needing help and not asking for it, needing help and not seeking it. Um, and so we want our marriages to be as healthy as our, as you know, like we want our bodies to be healthy. And so we need to do the things that are necessary in order to keep that, keep, keep our marriages healthy and keep, keep our relationships healthy. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's, it's, um, one one of the things, and again, moment of transparency. One of the things that that um, um, I wouldn't say struggle, but I know I have to work on as far as my family is concerned is interpersonal relationships. So, Peer and Cherits have this wonderful um, uh, mother daughter bond. So Friday nights, they're you know uh, in the loft uh, on third floor. You know they're doing their movie night. I'm in my study, you know, uh, with my messy desk and messy office and stuff. And I'm fine being in my study, having a TV on or some NBA game while I'm trying to work on on a sermon or a Bible study or something like that. Uh, and I'm cool. You know, they, they're doing their time. But but there are, those are moments that Pierre would like for me to be with them and really Cherish would, too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. I'll be honest, I, you know, this work I do is a lonely thing. And my staff would tell you, I will come to the office and I will be at the office all day and I will keep the door closed. Okay. Not every day. But- every day <laughs> at the office. For the most part, I keep the door closed. You know, I'm reading. I don't want to be disturbed. If And my staff knows if there's something pertinent and important, yeah, you can knock on the door. I'm going to let you in. But I ain't trying to do all that chit chat and, you know, having folks barge in and mess up my flow and all that good chat. You know, that's just me. But at least I'm at the office. Okay. And you all do have a lot of fun. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. We, we have a lot of fun. We really do. I mean, you know, but 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 here's the thing talking about interpersonal. So. So Pierre and I, we had to have some conversation about that. And I was like, eh, you know, eh. I said, well, if that's what you want. And here's the thing. There are times when you have to do things that does not necessarily flow with what you want to do, but it's good to do. Yeah. And hear me, hear me. And and I and I told I, and and I told my wife, I said, "Well, baby, if you want that, just nudge me." You know, like, hey, you know, we get ready to do a movie. Come on up. Yeah. And 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 if I'm not, you know, in a flow or something, you know, I relinquish. And you know, I I go up and I find my spot. On the couch, and Cheris comes and hazes me. She hazes me. She harasses me. Is there anything for child harassment? <laughs> for parent, for, parental, yeah, parental. yeah, yeah, parental harassment. Is there such thing as 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 a parent think. being harassed? I don't think so. My daughter, Ch- Ch- y'all think she's sweet and stuff. She harasses. She is sweet. Well, but, she is, but, but, she but, but, seri- but seriously, though, just like the the scripture in Ephesians, in terms of what is what is natural to you. And what what you would naturally um, gravitate towards, that's that's not always usually it's not going to be the thing that comes natural to your spouse. And so in in that um, vein, it, mm-hmm. it is really important to that's why we talked about the love languages and how that person, how your spouse would want to want you to show that you love them, because it's important for you to, to know 
And it's probably not going to be the way that you necessarily um, would, you know, the same love language that you have. And so you're going to have to do things that are counterintuitive, um, that don't necessarily come naturally. But because you're making that extra effort, because you are stepping out of your comfort zone, it's going to be that much more meaningful to your spouse when when they know that you're making that effort to show them love in a way that they like to receive love. Yeah. And 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 for Pierre, that's part of the attention. A uh, part of her love language is is attention. Uh she likes attention. And and you know, we talk about, you know, the difference between quality time and quantity time. No, it ain't. It's both quality and quantity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can you the the quantity can be being in the same space. She on one end of the couch, you on the other. You watch the TV, she reading a book. She just happy you there. See what I'm saying? You know, you ain't got to be talking, but then the quality comes in when there is some engagement about nothing. Or it could be something. Or it could be something. <laughs> or it could be something. Um, but, but you know, we, 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 we got to understand that it's, it's neither, it's not a either or, it's, 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 both, a, and. it's a both and. Mm-hmm. And that that requires emotional work, mm-hmm. and you have to be honest about where you are. Um, in my twenty nine years of of serving the Lord's people and forty two years of pastoring, um, and one thing that you know, um, and I know Shantez and Asia would greatly appreciate this with the work that they do um, is. Um, you know, dealing with your finances as well. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm the major breadwinner as far as the house is concerned. Um, and I want to make sure that my family is taken care of, but you know, you need to let your spouse know, you know, where your insurance policies are and, you know, as far as bank accounts and things like that, and how you all navigate that and different people navigate things. But I have seen more marriages go south over finance than I have over uh, infidelity mm-hmm. or uh, child issues or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's a it's a matter of you know we we all have different gifts and graces. Mm-hmm. You know, it is not it's of course it's not you know the man always does or the woman always does, but it's what what your what your gifts are and what you want to um um you know, how you, how you express those with one another and mm-hmm. how you share those responsibilities. And so we um, want to make sure that we're respons- responsible with our time. I think we've got um, one, a couple more slides. So we have a couple more things that we want you to um, to write down. So if we can put the next slide up. The next thing is that I want you to um, write down what you value, appreciate, and respect about your spouse. And it can be a long list of all the things that you value, all the things that you appreciate and all the things that you respect. And you may not have enough time to do, to write all of it, you know, right now. Um, so certainly add, add to that and feel free to, to do so. But I, we do want you to be thinking about the things that are great about your spouse. I mean, you married this person, you were attracted to them um, however many years ago that you you got married and prayerfully all, you know, but from that day till this. And so I, I really want you to, it's not all about um, complaints and things that, that are stressing and things that we, that, um, that may be uh, negative, but we also want to take time to, to list what you value, appreciate and respect about your your spouse, and like I said, it can be each one of those, or just a list of um, of of various things that you that you appreciate about him or her. Um, it can be small things that that they do. Um, you know, they um, always make the coffee in the morning, or they you know always check and make sure that the that you know the alarm is on and the kids are in bed or whatever it is. Um, but but. Hopefully it's going to be a nice long list. And once you write those things down, of course, you're going to share it with your spouse. But I, I also would um, encourage you to to take that list and, and put it someplace where you you can see it, especially if you you know are hitting a, a, a rocky patch or there's something that they've done that has um, 
has really kind of gotten under your skin because it's important for us to remember the things that we that we love, value, appreciate, and respect about our spouses. And and sometimes, um, you know, when we're in the in a heated moment, it might be difficult to to call those things up. And so I want you to make a list and um, not only discuss it in in the your discussion time but also to take that list and put it somewhere where you can where it will remind you of the wonderful things that that first drew you to your spouse or that you appreciate about them over the years and um and and hopefully that will inspire you um as as you're going through your, your every day yeah i'm writing some stuff down yeah <laughs> Yeah, especially on appreciation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, it's 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 little things like this that can that if you're in a tough spot that can kind of transport you back to win and um, mm-hmm. cause you to say, okay, um, let's let's see how we flow. I see Sister Ruby, and I love you, Ruby. You and Willie, <laughs> y'all talk every day after fifty years. Isn't that wonderful? That's that's awesome. That's awesome. We should all aspire. Yeah. <laughs> next slide. Is there the next slide? Oh, we're we'll we're gonna get to our to our homework, and we're we're just about at um almost at at an hour. Um, the 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 next slide is our homework, and we've been talking about it all along. So I want you just to review. And make sure that um, you have a chance to, um, if you, to look and see that you've answered all of the questions. And if you haven't, um, hopefully you can write down the questions and then put your answers down at a later time if you need more time. Because I know we kind of went through things quickly. But the first one was review and assess the assessment of your marriage. What kind of shape is your boat in? Um, Discuss the love languages and you're going to, of course, you know, write down what your spouse's love language is and then also, um, you know, discuss what yours is. And hopefully you all know what those are. But if you don't, this will be a good exercise for you to to really get a feel for what it what it is that your spouse values in terms of how they like to be loved. And then we're going to actually ask that question. How do you want me to show you that I love you? Um, we're going to practice being supportive and empathetic listeners. Um, and this this is something, you know, if you read The Men Are From Mars and and, and that book that, um, and, and, and uh, similar books. Women that, Are From Venus, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, sometimes, you know, we're, when women are emoting and we're talking about um, our feelings or something that's bothering us, or even just, you know, explaining what happened in our day, usually, and not always, but a lot of times the the husband will want to jump in and fix things with this baby, this is what you need to do. And a lot of times we just want to get it all out. We just need to, you know, it's been bottled up. We, we couldn't say some of the words to our coworkers or our, our supervisor that, that we wanted to. And now we just need to let that out. And we're not looking for a solution. We're not looking for a quick fix. Mm-hmm. We're not looking for, you know, for, for, for any, for it, the husband to try to, you know, come in with a solution. And a lot of times husbands, that that's what they do. They're doers and they, they want to, they, they see that you're upset or that you're emoting and that they, they want to help. And so a lot of times they'll, they'll want to jump in and fix it. And it's not always, you know, the man and the woman, sometimes the, the um, roles are reversed, but uh, I really want to encourage us to practice being supportive and empathetic in our listening whether it's the you know the man or the the woman who is doing the the talking and then you know not be thinking about okay i got a b and c things to do and i've got this laundry list of of other things that are that are on my mind and yeah yeah i'm kind of i'm i'm hearing what you're saying i don't want you just to hear what each other are saying i want you to really be listening and one of the ways that you can demonstrate that is in asking asking questions and giving um, and seeking and seeking feet and seeking and giving feedback. Um, so we, we really want to be uh, active 
listeners as opposed to just hearing what a partner saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said we need to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But, but. And I let, know it doesn't come. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. And, 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 but let me give this as a caveat. Don't hit your, your spouse with that stuff immediately when he comes through the door. Um, especially if he does not have a long drive home to decompress. Mm. Um, that doesn't bode well. So, so, you know, particularly if, if the husband has been at a job or in a space or a place where a lot of stuff is being thrown at him and really women need the same thing as, mm-hmm. as well, you know, that, that moment of decompression, but there ought to be a time where, you know, we as husbands can give that attentive empathetic ear yeah. without thinking that we have to solve the world's problems or solve our spouse's problems. Uh, but just listen and, uh, and, and, and oftentimes when they're, your spouse is able to talk stuff out, she comes to the conclusion on how she's going to deal with it or handle it because she's now gotten it out of her head and she's been talking it out loud. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's see, what's the, what's the rest of our, our homework? Um, oh, assess your, your stressors. And we, we do, like I said, not want to sweep things under the rug. We really want to um, address and look at topics or issues that might be there because it is it is very important that that we deal with things that are either upsetting us or that cause cause us stress because they're not going to go away. Like I said, it is just going to be a big old lump in in, in your rug. Um, and it, just like with health issues, you know, you you have something that you feel a little twinge, and then later on it's a bigger pain, and then later on it's a bigger pain. And, and and then it becomes something more serious. If we address things as they come up, if we address things right away, as we get to issues, then we can address them and deal with them. And if, like we said earlier, if it's something that between you that you just can't, you're at an impasse, then you may need um, counseling. You may need a, an objective third party to help you through it. And that's totally okay. It's better that you ask for and receive that help and assistance and um, strengthen and and get your marriage to a healthy place than to than to ignore things and and not. So we really we really want to um, encourage you to to be specific about those couple stressors. Um, Consider what it is that you value, appreciate and respect about your your spouse. And really, if you if you can put it in a place where you can see it every day, um, sometimes we just need those reminders and, and we want to give you some some positive things that that you can um, look towards and lean lean on um, when things might be getting a little stress. And then number six is the probably the most important thing. Even if you're not fighting, we want you to kiss and make up. And even if you don't feel like it, kiss and make up. It is really important for you to um, to to express physically closeness and and being nurturing in in your marriage. And and that's one of the one of the ways that we can show one another um, that that we love each other and that we care is is through that physical connection. And so please, please don't neglect that um aspect of your marriage. Yeah, it's um uh on most days, I, I could I can't say every day, but m- most of the days before you know I leave the house or Pierre leaves the house, whichever one of us leave first, uh we give each other a kiss. And um um because interestingly and unfortunately I hate to sound morbid, uh you might not know if you're gonna see that person again. And you don't want to leave, you know uh, or, or have, you know, something, uh, as a negative memory, but for the most part, um, uh, there's something to be said, you know, if you can kiss and make up, um, if there has been, you know, this major upheaval, um, that starts to really bring the temperature down where you can move beyond it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's everything that, that we had. Um, You've done a wonderful job. Well, (laughs) so have you. (laughs) Um, If, if there are any comments, you know, please do put those in, in the chat. Um, We have uh, really enjoyed sharing with you tonight. We hope that this has been 
helpful for you. Um, we we encourage you if you have time to do it tonight to to go through um, the answers that you, that you, each of you wrote down. If not, please make some time during the this weekend um, to have those conversations with one another and to to really discuss the the health and the 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 status of your marriage. And then you know have those regular tune-ups, have those regular check-ins because it's it's important that we do that and we not take each other for granted and we not take our relationships and our marriages for granted. All right. So I guess so, we go back to our host. Yes, we turn it back over to Team Davis and Team Lee. Thank you so much. That was that was absolutely wonderful. Awesome. Also, awesome. Yeah, I, I, the the content, I appreciate the engagement. I went from having like my little notepad, which I kind of yes. keep with, like sometimes I even keep it in my suit. Like this is the tune-up pad. I had to move to the rev up. <laughs> which means I had to expand out a little bit because the content was so nice. And so wonderful there. Thank you so much. Um, you know, yeah, you should have seen Pierce pages for presentation. I'm a one about four pages single space. It was absolutely wonderful. Thank y'all so much. Thanks for um, First Lady uh, Pierre. Thanks, Pastor Scott. It is absolutely incredible. Um, we want to just say, uh, you know, as we kind of wrap up. Um, please, everybody that has not a part of the marriage ministry, want to make sure we take all these opportunities to say, connect with us, right? This is the type of content that we will like continue to want to engage in as a church to continue mm -hmm. to build and uplift marriage. Um, feel free to link with us during our Facebook page. A lot of the communications are there. You'll start seeing a lot of the things that we have planned for 2022 um, there. We have some wonderful things planned for next year. Some things virtually, if, if, God be, you know, we can make and even get together eventually. Uh, but more importantly, just to stay connected as married and engaged folks. Um, so really wanted to thank you from there. I have a lot of homework. I'll take a lot of it away. So um, thanks again. Um, and I'll kick it over to um, Sean and Asia to, uh, to wrap us out. Absolutely. Oh, that was um, awesome. 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 Thank awesome. you so Thank much. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, Listen. Pastor First Lady Pierre, aren't they amazing? Simply yes. amazing. We say that's our pastor. That's, that's our, our first, first lady. lady. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, listen, as they said, do your homework assignments. AJ yeah. and I, we're going to do them. One thing that I like to say is this. Listen, marriages don't stay stagnant, right? Really nothing in life stays stagnant and level. You're either going up or you're going down and you have to do the tough work and you have to go through the assignments and do the work so your marriage can continue to grow and you continue to grow as a person. Yeah. Um, so, yes, thank you all again. Pastor First Lady, thank you. Church family, thank you. You all have a wonderful night. Good night. Good night.